0: Life is like a puzzle. Welcome. You are about to listen to a life-transforming and change-evoking sermon by Pastor Boahima of the Maker's House Chapel International, Hope Arena. We know for a fact that you will be blessed. Like Stay tuned. It is the Maker's House. Father, even in our brokenness, be strong. Be sovereign over every step that we take. Manifest yourself this morning. Come and speak to us. We have worshipped. We have given. It's now time to be still. And hear you speak to us. Our prayer is this, O God. Speak a word to us. Speak to every heart and every soul. Let this word abide. Let this word bear fruit. And let this word bring to pass Everything that you have spoken in the lives of your children. Our ears are attentive. Our hearts are receptive. And we know that as we wait, you will speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you take your Bibles this morning? Can I see it? Show me your Bibles. Whether it's electronic or hard copy. Oh, I want to see your Bibles. Third rule, nobody has a Bible. You have a Bible. Okay, if you don't have a Bible, see me after church. I'll I'll try and get you a Bible. Okay, but lift up your Bibles and say with me, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I will become what it says I can become. I will go where it says I can go. I will, I, I will achieve what it says I can achieve. Now slap your chest and say, I am a believer. Am a believer. Amen. Amen. Turn with me this morning to Matthew 5, 44. Matthew 5, 44. Matthew 16, 21 to 23. And Luke 22:3 3 to 4. This morning, the title of my message is Chasing Shadows. Chasing shadows. It's going to be a very short message. I'm trusting the Holy Spirit for that. Matthew 5:44. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. This is Jesus speaking. This is Christ. Jesus the Christ. He's the one speaking for those who pray against their enemies. Let me read it again. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Matthew 16, 21-23. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter, good old Peter, took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. He didn't say, Get behind me, Peter. He said, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful Of the things of God, but of the things of men. Finally, let's turn to Luke 22. And I'm reading from verse 3. and I'm reading the third and fourth verses. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. Amen. Someone say chasing shadows. There's a Greek mythology or a Greek story. There was a time the Greeks were fighting with the people of Troy. It's called the Trojan War. And for 10 years... The city of Troy was walled all around, and so it was difficult for the Greeks to get in and attack them. And for 10 years, they had laid siege around the walls, you know, waiting for an opportunity where they can enter and attack the people of Troy. For 10 years, this had gone on, nothing was happening. I mean, the war was just dragging and dragging because the Greeks, who were much stronger, could not have access because there was a wall around Troy and they could not enter, okay? Some people don't read Greek mythology. So it's interesting. Start reading them and stop reading the mills and boons and, you know, and read Greek mythology. It's very important. It will open your mind up nicely. Amen. amen. You don't agree, but say amen. It's, it's fine, okay? And then they devised the plan and they built a huge horse very nice horse and the inside of the horse was hollow so they could hide men inside the horse. So they built this horse unbeknown to the people of Troy. They didn't know what the Greeks were doing because they were inside. And so they put some men, some some captains, some army officials, they hid them in the horse and then they left. They left the horse and went. You know, as if they, they, they had given up. They had, they had succumbed. It wasn't going to be possible to conquer the people of Troy. So they left and went to hide somewhere. And then in the night, the people of Troy looked and they saw this beautiful horse. You know, and, and the Greeks had left it and gone. And, and they were like, oh, this is a spoil of war. I mean, the people are so stupid. They've actually left this beautiful, huge horse. And they've gone. So let's go and take this horse and bring it inside and make use of it. I'm sure they were insulting the the Greek people on top of it all. So they brought it inside. And in the night, those that were in the horse opened the door. And they went to open the gates and and called on their men who were hiding. And they came in. And they overcame the people of Troy. And that horse is called the Trojan horse. So I'm sure you've heard it before, the Trojan horse. And the Trojan horse has come to symbolize any strategy or trick that causes you unknowingly to allow the enemy to have access or to lay siege in your life. I hope you understand. So when we say the Trojan horse, what it means is that the the enemy uses something that tricks you. And unknowing to you, you, you see that beautiful outside. And you allow that thing into your life. And then the enemy gets a chance to attack you. The enemy has been using this strategy for God knows how long. And that is what I speak to you about this morning. The devil is the architect and the brain behind every evil in the world. Whether he likes it or not. Bible says he's the father of lies. He's evil. He comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. The devil has no good in him. He has pride. He, he's a murderer. He's a thief. He's the one who causes sicknesses, the, the, the storms, the floods, everything you can think of. Okay, some of us will say some of it is caused by our own human. I, I'm here to tell you that even that, I still blame the devil. Because if you the devil doesn't live in you. How can you make rubbish in your house and, and take it, papa, papa, and go and throw it in a gutter outside? And then when it rains, they are flat. Seriously, if you are a child of God and you know that he, he likes cleanliness because cleanliness is next to godliness, then you don't even keep your surroundings dirty for you to get malaria. So I still blame the devil. I blame Him for every calamity in this world. I blame him for failed marriages. I blame him for poverty. I blame him for sicknesses. I blame him for members who are backsliding. I blame him for members who don't fast. I, I I just, I, I blame him. Oh, there's a story that says sometimes the devil is sitting there and crying and saying that as for this one, it wasn't me. It is him. It is him. I blame him. But, 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 but you know something. The enemy with all that power that he has. The beautiful side of all this is that he has no power over you. He has zero power when it comes to you. Because why? You are a God. God puts his spirit inside of you. And therefore, the enemy, with all the the strategies and the plans and the whatever, he has absolutely no right to touch you. If you don't believe me, go to the book of Job. He saw Job. He wanted to attack the man. but, 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 But he had to seek permission from the one who made us. From the one who created us, from the one whose we are, we are, and he had to go to God and say, "Give me permission for me to strike this person." The enemy cannot, and will not, and will dare not touch you as a child of God. That is the beautiful thing. Otherwise, he would have killed us long ago, like the accounts who say. And called or I'm hanam amaneseh kebab, he would have roasted us. Long ago. But but, but the, the, the caveat, the beautiful thing is that as children of God, he cannot and will not be able to touch you unless you give him permission. So for the enemy to accomplish his agenda and his plan in our lives, he becomes an employer and he employs people and he employs them to be able to work in his favor basically the enemy circumvents the law he knows i don't have a right to touch you but if i can do all the technicalities and 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 get close to you and find somebody who has a legal right to you and be able to use that person to come into your life i will be able to achieve my strategy that is why the devil is cunning that is why the devil will lie. That, that, that is why the devil will, will do everything he can. He employs four main people, the employees. Four main types of employees the enemy uses. Employee number one is you. Why you? You is you, it's me. The devil knows that he cannot have access to your life if he wanted to. So what does he do? He will come close, like to the garden of Eden to Eve, and he will lie, and he will tell them, Woman, do you know that in spite of all that God has said to you, and has said that you should not eat of it, do you know that, that if, he, if you eat that, that food that he says you should not eat, you will be like him? In fact, the woman and the man were already like God, so that was a lie. So so he, he came. The, the, the woman allowed the enemy close. The enemy spoke to her. The enemy spoke lies to her. And, and the woman bought into the lie of the enemy. And the woman said, Oh, but how can God do this? This God is browning us. Why? Why? why, why? Let, let me taste of the fruit and and, and, and the, the employee took the bait and ate. The enemy will come to you with life. If you say you are serving God. Why are you going through all this? Maybe God can bless you, but will he bless you? Maybe God is powerful, but is he good? Maybe God is good, But can he stop all these things that are happening around you? Oh, 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 but but you are beautiful. You are a very beautiful woman. How is it that at 35, you are not married? Do do you think a man is going to come? Why don't you just agree and and, and have a child and and God will forgive you? And and the enemy will come to you and he will lie to you. The enemy will tell you, why are you going to this church? that that, You know, they they are not even friendly. People see you and they are stuck up. They won't smile to you. Why, why bother? Just sit at home and watch TV. It's all the same. It's the same preaching. The, the, the enemy will lie to you. The enemy will convince you that all that you are doing will amount to nothing. Because as for your family, nobody gets beyond any limit. Why are you striving? Why, are you, why don't you just give up and live your life? The enemy will come to you and lie to you. The sickness is unto death. Oh, did they, they, they tell you, did the pastor tell you that you were going to get, have you ever heard that? That anybody has had the sickness and survived. Do you know the rate, the medical statistics? That anybody who gets pancreatic cancer, only one percent of them survive. How? What makes you think that you are going to be part of the ninety-nine? Not going to be part of the ninety-nine. The enemy will lie to you, and beloved, as soon as you buy into that lie, it's like the Trojan horse. The enemy comes in, and the enemy employs you. And the enemy causes you to become a sword in your own house and in your own mouth. So the the, the mouth that is supposed to be used to bless the name of God, that mouth will get up in the morning and issue negatives on your life. The the, the enemy will employ you and you will look at yourself and say, as for this this poverty, I am going to take you to my grave because I, I have strived. I have worked hard. I have done everything I can. Nothing seems to be working. Oh, oh. So... You wake up in the morning and instead of declaring that I am wealthy, I am mighty, I am capable, I am strong, you sit in your bed and you are using your own mouth to, de- to deny yourself the blessings that God has prepared for you. The enemy will employ you against your own spouse. The enemy will employ you against your own children. The enemy will let you look at that child and say you will amount to nothing just because they did something that was childish and that wasn't right. The enemy has employed you with no pay. The Trojan horse. Employee number two. The people who are close to you and they love you. Amazing, isn't it? No doubts about it. Those people love you. It can be your mother. It can be your father. It can even be me, your pastor. It can be your friend, your best friend, your BFF, as they say. It, it, It can be that child. They love you. The, 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 the scripture we read in Matthew Jesus was, was preparing himself psyching himself for the purpose for which he came to this earth the, the, the one thing he was going to do so that I will be able to stand here this morning and share the word with you he, Jesus was going to do that thing that will liberate me that will liberate you he was going to do that one thing that was going to take us back to the Edenic experience and, and the enemy the devil said I cannot go to Jesus I tried it he fasted i went to him and i tried but i failed because he knows his word so this time i am going to go through the disciple that he loves the most the disciple that is closest to him you know you know you know the amazing thing he he even chose the disciple who was going to be the patriarch of the new church he said you are peter and on this rock i will build my church Peter became one of the leading apostles left. He was the one who, after Pentecost, stood and preached. And 3,000 people gave their lives to Christ. But, but the devil had seen that if I don't use this man who is close to Jesus, if I say Judas, Jesus will not mind Judas. Because Judas will be any team Judas saw your crown for. He was a thief. That's what the Bible says. He used to steal the money in the treasury. So I won't use Judas. I won't use Thomas. Thomas cried. He's a he said, Doubter. He may not even believe me when I talk to him. You, you know, Satan knows that Thomas won't agree. So he chose Peter. Peter was known to love Jesus. He, he would do anything for Jesus. He is he, the one that Jesus said, I, I have seen the enemy wanting to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you. And after you have been restored, help your brethren. Peter is the one that, that will say, Master, why do you want to wash my feet? I won't allow you ever. You, you are too poor to wash my feet. You are the Messiah. Peter will do anything for Jesus. So the enemy crept behind Peter. And Peter said, Master, but why are you talking like this? If you know you are going to die in Jerusalem, what are you going to do in Jerusalem? There's no point. We want you alive. But I love you too much. For, for you to go through what you are saying you are going to go through. Lord Jesus, you are in my heart. I, I, I love you. And, and that parent will, will sit you down. And, and, and they will tell you, I don't want you to struggle. Why don't you just allow, allow yourself and be the second wife? It doesn't matter. You know, men, as for men, you know, even some people who are, have married only one, they are not even happy. Some people have married three, and the women are all happy. You know, it doesn't matter. I need my grandchildren. You, you know, I love you. You are my daughter. And the enemy has possessed them Maybe it's that friend who says that Oh, you are trying too hard Why don't you just allow yourself And let that man give you something Give you a check And, and then you can take off from there It is that pastor that will tell you Oh, you don't need to pray I, I will take the prayer on myself And I will fast for you And I will pray for you And I will give you that rubber band or that oil All you have to do is go and sleep And I will be praying for you And the devil has entered that pastor Nicely, the enemy will employ people that are close to you. What those people don't understand is that unless there is a battle, there is no victory. So maybe genuinely in their hearts, they don't want you to suffer. But but, but it's typical to when you see that moth in that cell. That, that, that moth, you know a moth, before the butterfly can, can develop, and you see the moth, and all you will see is that, that, that thing is shaking. The moth is trying to free itself out of the, 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 the cocoon in which it finds itself, and it's trying, and it's, and when you are standing on the side, you will think that it is struggling. So, so you may be tempted to step up and open it up for the butterfly, but when you do that for that moth, it will never fly. Because all that energy and that shaking and that movement and that discomfort is so that the, the, the wings will develop. Some of us are too quick to stop people from growing. The enemy has taken over your life. Some of us, we don't want to see people suffer. Teresa. So sometimes God will take people through certain hardships. Certain difficulties, so that it allows them to think beyond their environment. Sometimes a common newa you will not drink. I'm telling you, when you are in a tight place, sometimes the ideas that come... When, when, when you can't find, you can't make a way, you look to your left, there's no help. You look to your right, there's no help. You you look behind you, the enemy is coming. You look ahead of you, you can't make a way. You know what they call adrenaline. <laughs> huh? It will make you jump over this When a lion, you see a lion here and a python there, and you are in the middle. Over left a python cow. over right a lion burial. The only way is on top of this structure to the other side. I'm telling you. When it better know. Now, we are the other side. That is what adversity does. That is what the, the hard times, the wilderness moments, that is what they do. But some of us have taken it upon ourselves to stop people in the middle and say that, oh, you are suffering too much. Here, here is 50 Ghana cities. Eh? And immediately they get the 50 Ghana cities. Forget. Until the 50 cities runs out. Then they realize that they have to. For for some of you, it is in your moment of adversity that you find God. It is in your moment of pain that you find God. So, don't let the enemy use somebody to tell you that what you are going through is not from God. Or or don't let anybody deceive you that God has deserted you. Don't, Don't let anybody stop your growth in the middle. They may have been employed by the devil. Because they think they love you more than God loves you. Employee number three. The people around us who allow their weaknesses to become a foothold for the devil to manipulate them against us. There are some people around you that have weaknesses. They don't necessarily love you. They don't hate you, but they have weaknesses that opens them up for the devil to use. Maybe you have a friend, Nano no Nano, nano enna. their mouth doesn't sleep. It's a weakness. And, and, and you open up to this person, and the next thing you hear is on P7. And your whole life is shattered. The person is not the devil. The person has allowed his or her weakness. To be used by the enemy. Judas was with Jesus. But Judas had a weakness for money. Judas had a weakness and he was greedy. So when the enemy decided that he wanted somebody to betray the master. He didn't try Peter. He didn't try John. He didn't try Bartholomew. He looked around and he saw the greedy Judas. And the the, the scripture I read in Luke, when they were sitting around the table, and Jesus has said, someone is going to betray me. Someone that is sitting right here with me. Somebody who has been with me for three years. Who has been learning under my feet. Somebody who I have laid hands on. I have washed his feet. Somebody who says he loves me. Is sitting right here. And that person is going to betray me. At that point, I didn't even think Judas... Knew it was him. But after Jesus had spoken, the Bible says that Satan entered Judas. It's in the Bible, Luke 22. Satan entered Judas. And immediately, Satan entered Judas. What did he do? He got up and he left and he went to betray Jesus. You know, some people come to church and, and they get offended. Somebody offends them. The first sign that you should know and you should understand is that the enemy has entered somebody in the church. What we'll enter protocol member? Sometimes we think, what we'll enter miankasa? Who knows? Because the devil knows that I, sometimes I talk by heart. I talk before I, I think and I process. So I say it as it is. And, and it's a flaw. And, and I need to, I'm working on it. So now I, I watch what I say carefully. Yes, I'm working on it. So the devil knows that weakness. And he will enter me and I'll say something in jest. Or, I'm not even thinking about it. I didn't think you'd be offended. And you take offense. And you leave. The first sign is that you leave. And I'm not going to that church again. The enemy has got you where he wants you. Because you are chasing shadows. You didn't understand That the person who offended you has nothing to do with him. But the enemy is behind it. The enemy knows that this is your appointed place. The enemy knows that when you stay under this covering, God is going to lift you up. The enemy knows that when you abide in this place, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And you will bear fruit in due season. The enemy knows that the words that you receive here, they will give you life. So the enemy will enter somebody and that somebody will offend you. And because of that, you have left the church. To where? Into the arms of the enemy. When you leave the church, where are you going? It's like the Trojan horse. When you leave the cavern of the or you think when you go to the, the next church, there will be angels worshiping in that church. You lie. It will be worse than where you left. Because the enemy can use. So the, the, the next church you go to, you will be more offended than the first. How many of us have been gone on soul winning? And, and, and you talk to people. And, and 80% of the people that we are speaking to, they are people who have been offended in the church and they have left. Ask yourself why. Because we are chasing after shadows. We are accusing the wrong people. We are looking at that brother or that sister and saying that this brother hates me. This brother doesn't want my well-being. What you don't understand, and which I am sharing with you today is that to stop looking at the shadow and look at the person behind the shadow, because the person you should be attacking is the enemy. So when that sister or that brother offends you, <laughs> look them in the face and say, "And you know what? You have nothing to You are just a pawn in the devil's game of chess. It's not you. When I call people and they are giving me a run around, you know when I put the phone down, I said, The devil wants me to give up. But me to have decided I won't give up. Pastor Franco Fosopia told me that last time he was here at Experience, he was advising me on church building and he said, We've been following you on Facebook. And I see the struggle. And I see all that. But keep on. Understand that you are not fighting for human. You are not fighting with individuals. You are fighting for souls. And you are in a battle with the enemy. So when the person is not coming, don't get angry. Don't get frustrated. Just pray. Because Can nothing will be more important than church. Seriously. What is more important than the presence of God? What? Tell me. What shall it profit a man? If he will gain the whole wealth, you can wake up one morning and you have a stroke, and then what? You won't take it to the grave with you. You will die and leave the money here. And if I'm lucky, you may have left a will and mentioned my name, and I'll get small. You won't take it anyway. So how can you tell me as a child of God that you will wake up in the morning and, and say that my day is too busy so I can not pray? Now, the life that you have, the breath that you have, who says the breath is yours? Who says the car that you are going to sit in is protected? Who tells you that you won't get to your job and the following day they tell you that the bank has been closed so you don't have a job anymore. How do you wake up in the morning and, and, and tell yourself that I am too busy for the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who holds my life in his hands. If the Lord decides to snuff me like this, I am gone. I don't have time for that person. I have time for some boss, some obrony boss, who, when it gets to the crunch, will fire you without thinking twice, or thinking you have a family. You have more regard for that person than for the kingdom. It can only be the devil. So I continue to pray for you, that you will see the light, that the eyes of your understanding will be opened, that your priorities will be shaped right, and then you will set things in order, when you die, eh, in, in four days, maggots, they, they come and take over. All. So, this body that we are so fixated over, eh, that we, we will buy makeup for 5,000 Ghana cities, but we can't give God 100 cities. And then you apply the makeup, and, and sometimes you're even looking like Akamoto because, really, it doesn't make sense. It can only be the devil behind it. So the church is looking for money to go win souls. How the better win. 2000 And where? Now we're about, uh, sorry, now I have to offer in two cities. I can only pray for you and wish you well. And trust that God will continue to keep you. That God will not put you in a situation where you are compelled. To look for him. When you are compelled to look for God, it's not a nice thing. When some sick neck compels you to look for God, or when some brokenness compels you to look for God, or, or when some, some finances, some, some some calamity hits your finances and you are compelled to look for God, it's not a nice thing. If I were you, I would will willingly surrender and serve this God. The, the final employee are those evil people. Um, They are are in cahoots with the enemy. They are bad fellows. They are evil. So you haven't even done anything to them. But they are just planning how to destroy you. Those employees, they are deadly. And and those are the ones we fear most. And all our prayer as charismatics is against those people. But, but, But you are chasing shadows. If, if if it is that, and unfortunately it's always grandmothers. Why? Leave them alone. <laughs> there are beautiful young ladies who are witches. Trust me. If somebody becomes old. The enemy wrinkles. Penny Adania, before. Why? It's either grandmothers or mother-in-laws. Why? We haven't done anything. The oil on Nankasan cross. A Peruvian wig. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but those people are in cahoots with the enemy. And. you know the trickster, the devil, he will make you focus on the person. And every night you are fasting and you are praying and you you are cursing that person and and because some prophet has told you that it is this woman who lives in your house who is doing you and shewing your children in your womb and so you wake up and and You are chasing shadows, because that person is only an employee, that person is only an agent. The law students will tell you agency law. When there's a problem, the person who was the agent is not the one you hold. You hold the one that the agent is representing. And the agent of the enemy is representing the enemy. Let's stop chasing shadows. Let's know the devil for who he is and what he is. The enemy accomplishes it by using us. And, and our naivety, and our lack of focus. And so, you, you are in the house with your husband, and your husband is misbehaving, and, and, and is paining you. And, and because of that, you hold unforgiveness in your heart. And once you hold on forgiveness in your heart, your prayers are just bouncing to the roof and coming back. Because God will not listen to your prayer when you hold pain and unforgiveness in your heart. So you know what the trickster has done. He has caused you to have a pain and get a resentment against your husband. So that God will not hear your prayer. And so you cannot even pray for that man because that man has been misbehaving. And your attack and your focus and everything is on that husband. And you want to murder him. You want to strangle him. You don't you even you want to see his face. And every curse is being held at him. You are chasing shadows. If you will stop yourself and, and understand that everything this man has been doing and you not that we have excuses, Oh so no. I keep telling people that I counsel. It is not that I agree with what the man is doing. But what you don't get is that whatever the man is doing, it is being manipulated by a higher power. And unless you deal with that higher power and the authority that God has given you, you command that thing that is manipulating him to live his life for years and years and years, you will continue to fight a losing battle. Because you are fighting the wrong person. If you are fighting your pastor, you are fighting the wrong person. If you are fighting your colleague in the office because they want to say something about you, that is not right. And it is is affecting your career or your contract. And and your whole life you are mad at this person. And you are praying against this person. You are wasting your beautiful time. And that is the trick the enemy uses. That I want you, you won't shine any more eyes your eyes look sharp The day i got this revelation it changed my life because when you have this revelation you don't even get angry with people and that is why jesus said that i am saying to you pray for your enemies because your enemies are just pawns in the hand of the devil Do good to those who hate you. They don't understand that they are being used by the enemy. So that troublesome child, you, you just don't understand that it is the enemy that is manipulated so that you will use your own mouth to curse this child and allow this child to be destroyed. If you will understand and you will look at that child and say, Jesus tells me that I should pray for those who curse me and, and, and love those who hate me. And because of that, in spite of everything you have done to me, I still love you. The minute you get that, the enemy doesn't have a hold any longer. And he gives you authority to deal with him. As long as you are targeting the wrong person, the enemy is just hiding behind, having a field day, enjoying himself, laughing all the way to the bank. So you answer, like, oh, this child, I'm the one doing it all. I'm the one, maybe I'm teasing Pastor Ish, and I'm hiding behind, and somebody is standing in front of him, and the person is laughing, and, and, and Pastor Ish is angry with the person laughing, because, you know, and he's beating the person laughing, and I'm standing behind. I'm having a few day. chasing shadows. Let's stop chasing shadows. Let's understand that every evil is orchestrated by the enemy. Every sickness is orchestrated by the enemy. Every unfruitfulness is orchestrated by the enemy. Anything you are struggling with is orchestrated by the enemy. The earlier you wake up and understand this principle and this mystery, the better for your prayer life and for your ability to overcome even the most difficult of all situations. I pray for the witches that are doing me. I continue to give to them. I love them. It's not easy, oh. Because sometimes you really want to slap them. And, and I'm serious about this. There was a time in my life, somebody was doing me. I mean, everywhere I went, they said the same person was doing me. And I was so convinced. I kept praying. I kept praying. Thankfully, the person died. But when you know you, you need to do I mean, I'm not sure if my prayers that killed her. She was old and she died. And she gave the thing to a younger child. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not joking. So the next prophet who spoke to me. Said that oh. The person has died all, But this is not the end of your problem. Because. abrewano. In the realms of the spirit. That child is like a queen mother. In their. Their atmosphere. So if you are rejoicing. That this old woman is gone. Yes, yeah, study why? Because Africa and the neighbor started. You, you see how fruitless and vile it is to chase human beings, to vent our anger against human beings, to spend all precious energy fasting, praying for somebody to die. Spirits don't die. So when the person is living, he will just transfer the spirit to somebody else. Somebody you don't even know. But my Bible says that if you can trust in this God, He will hide you under his shadow. A thousand will fall on your left. Ten thousand on your right. But it will not come nigh your dwelling place. My Bible says that they that trust in God, they shall be like Mount Zion. It cannot be moved. So I choose to trust my God. I choose to pray to him. And I choose to love the poor, poor, poor human beings that the enemy is using to torment my life. And I pray that they will be saved. I pray that God will convert them. I pray that the Holy Spirit will minister. You are better off when they are saved than when they are still evil. I pray that God will be. good. Some people are just envious because of poverty. I kakra And and the person is speaking because ofiha akwara transport or di be kono so sometimes it's because people are, are struggling. And out of their struggle, they want everybody to struggle with them. And also they see, the obia of life is different. we are not the same, why I beg. So the person is, wants you to be at their level. So I, I am praying that God will lift everybody up. Have you seen any house where all of them are rich that they say somebody is a witch before? What would be that? Obia is doing well. Do they say somebody is a witch? But the family where only one person is doing well. And ten of them are struggling. It is just that they are struggling. And they need someone to blame. And they need all of you to be at the same level. But if you can pray for them. If you can do good to them. If you can show them kindness. Then God will lift them up. And the baby itself will run away. Because Beye doesn't like rich environments. Let's stop chasing shadows. Let's stop attacking the devil for who he is. And don't attack devils by binding them. They cannot be bound. You cannot cast the devil into fire. It's not his time yet. All you can do is to command him to live. And he will leave. All you can do is to build a wall of fire around you. So that he cannot come close to you. It is possible. All you can do is to trust in the God who will surround you with fire. And he will do that. All you can do is to hide in his dwelling place. Be under his covering. Be obedient to his word. And his cover will be over your life. All you can do is to use your authority to speak to the mountain. That mountain be moved. And it will be moved. That is how you deal with the enemy. And from today I pray. That all of us will live here. With this eye opened. That anytime somebody. Seems to be hating on you. Or seems to be doing bad to you. Or seems to be hurting you. Or seems to be bringing confusion into your life. Look beyond them. And deal with the enemy. That is beyond them. When Jesus met with a storm. The storm was raging, but he didn't talk to the storm. He talked to the spirit behind the storm. And he said, peace, be still. And the demon obeyed. When the child was brought to Jesus, it was a deaf and mute spirit. It would throw this child into fire, and that child would be foaming at the mouth and destroying himself. When Jesus met him, Jesus didn't talk to that child. He commanded the spirit behind that sickness to leave and it left. And as believers, we ought to grab this. We ought to walk with this knowledge. We ought to work with this understanding. And as long as we do, we will not even be offended with people. We won't struggle to forgive people. Because we know that the person we should be angry with is the enemy. Not the poor human being that is being used by the enemy to torment your life. Let us stop Chasing shadows. Amen. Life is like a puzzle. We just listened to a sermon preached by Pastor Boahima of the Maker's House Chapel International, Hope Arena. We hope you were blessed. Thank you for listening.